Welcome to the Naked Wellness Podcast. As a qualified nutritionist, I'm here to strip away the nonsense and get down to the bare essentials of nutrition and wellness. Join us as we debunk myths, chat with top-notch experts, and serve up practical tips that will leave you feeling empowered. Get ready to uncover the naked truth about living your healthiest life. Let's undress. Welcome back to the Naked Wellness Podcast. Today I have a special guest with me. I have Paul Kilroy. Paul is a leadership and a health coach who over the last six years has actually helped hundreds of people to just live a happier, a healthier and more inspiring lives, which obviously resonates so much with me and my messaging. And that's everything that we're going to be talking about today is how you all can actually start to live that healthier and happier life that you are wanting to. So super excited for our chat and welcome Paul to the podcast. Thanks very much, Michaela. I'm really excited to be here. I'm looking forward to sharing a little bit with you and yeah, seeing what kind of uh, rabbit hole we go down on the podcast. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. Did you want to start off with telling us a little bit about yourself and your own health journey that you've been on to be where you are today? Yeah, so I yeah, started my own health journey about eight years ago. Um, I was very, I was working in construction uh, for most of my life before then and was living a very unhealthy lifestyle, <clears throat> working long hours and um, not doing much outside of, of work except for going, for going to the pub, which is a big Irish thing. And uh, I had a really, really unhealthy diet and there was lots of changes I needed to make in my life. But I never pushed myself to, to make them and kind of expected that they would just happen. And year on year just went by and I became more and more unhappy and really realized I needed to change my own circumstances and that working on my health was probably the first place that I, that I needed to start. So yeah, I started on to, into my health, my fitness journey then and started working on my health and started pushing myself a lot more athletically. And I found that that was great for my confidence overall and how I felt and obviously how I looked and my energy and everything else. And it led me on to everything else that I wanted to change and improve in my life, you know, such as my job and the freedom that I have. And um, yeah, it just, it just, it, it, working on my health and, and using that as, as the first thing to, to, to work on, it just, it, everything, everything changed from there and improved from there. So that's kind of where it started for me. Um, and that would have been around 20, 2015. Wow. And you just saw that ripple effect that it had into all other areas of your life and inspired you to then start helping other people as well? Yeah, so I was very lost in terms of like my career. I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, I just knew that what I was doing wasn't for me and that I needed to change. I had no idea what the hell I wanted to do. I had also left school at a very young age, uh, so I didn't finish school. And I... I went into construction. I felt very underconfident in myself and had very low self-esteem after probably dropping out of school and, and a couple other things in my life. Uh, and yeah, I really didn't know what, I was very lost. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then I also didn't feel confident enough to do anything different. So when I started working on my health, it, uh, it started improving my confidence dramatically and I started to, to realize that I could do different things and I started to push myself into new and different things. And it really just broadened broadened all of my horizons. 
And with that, then, you know, my, my life started dramatically change. So the people in, in my social circle were, you know, all those people kind of working in construction and, and in a similar industry and similar fields. And they kind of started seeing me really doing lots of different things and, and really improving my health and really working hard on myself. And I'm, I'm the type of person that when I do something, I, I go at it 110%. So my life was like, I mean, dramatically changing mm-hmm. uh, from, you know, work, eat, sleep, repeat and go to the pub. That was that was my life to, you know, within a relatively quick space of time, I was running marathons and mm-hmm. um I started boxing and competing in that and um, I started pushing myself outside of work. I started doing flying lessons and started training as a pilot. I thought that would be something I would potentially be interested in doing. And I just, my life was dramatically changing and people kind of started coming to me and asking me, you know, wow, like what the hell have you been doing? And and I I noticed myself start to coach, coach them and just tell them, tell them what I was doing myself. And, and I really enjoyed helping. I just really realized I enjoyed helping other people. So that became my passion then. And then I, I decided that I was going to pursue a, a career in that. So within a year, I'd say, within about a year, uh, I, I started started coaching people. Uh, I did did my my uh, my courses. And yeah, and just started from there and, and, and grew it up over time. So yeah. Wow, that's so, so inspiring. And I would love to know, because for you, obviously, you know, you started from a base and you have grown so much in your fitness and obviously the way that you push yourself and challenge yourself. So where along your journey did you then actually start to take it up a notch? Where obviously you have done so many like crazy journeys and fitness challenges and things like that, like your bike ride across Australia and a lot of the the races that you have done. Was there a point where you were like, I can just continue to grow and to build that self-confidence and prove to myself that I'm capable of so much more or is it just like a love that you developed through your journey? No, it, it, it's a good question. So it all stemmed from, I, I like I said, I had quit. I had quit everything in my life. I determined that I had quit everything in my life, at least anyway. So I remember being in school and coming to, I think in Australia, you call them your HSEs. Yes. In Ireland, we call it the, the leaving cert. So I remember before, about two years before, doing my, my HSEs or my leaving cert, I started getting a lot of self-doubt and started getting fear of failure and thinking that I was going to fail my exams. So I didn't have a great support growing up. So my way of dealing with that was I, 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 I can't go through with it. I need to quit. And so I, I just came home one day and that was it. I said, I'm done with school and I didn't go back. So I quit. And then I started an apprenticeship and I did a four-year apprenticeship in plumbing and I had about 14 weeks to go out of my four-week my four-year apprenticeship and I, I ended up finishing my apprenticeship at that point as well so I didn't finish I didn't see that through either and so the kind of reoccurring theme in my life was that I, I'd quit anything that was hard or difficult and so when I started into my fitness journey and started pushing it wasn't even about pushing myself athletically it, it was I, I hit a point in my life where I was comp- in working in construction. I had no self-esteem, no confidence. I didn't know anything about myself as a person. And whenever I thought about doing something different, I had my belief was, well, I'm not able to do that or I'll quit. 
So I hit a really low point in my life and I just got very, very depressed. And I had kind of accepted that this, this is my life. And my life was so grim, you know, it was so grim. And I felt like I couldn't do anything about it. So I kind of got to the lowest low. And I, I just at that point in my life, I remember I asked, I asked a couple of people, you know, for some support or help. And they didn't really understand what I was talking about. And I kind of internalized that I am on my own here and nobody's going to, come and save me so I just decided in that moment that I'm going to become the person that will not quit anything and I, and in my own frame of mind or way of thinking at that point I, w- I was like how can I do that and I was like the, the best thing would be put myself in really hard and challenging situations and prove to myself that I won't quit so I wasn't even massively interested in some of the fitness things I was doing or some of the you know athletic achievements I've had it was more so like, will I quit? Mm. And to prove to myself. And the more I did, and the more I realized that, you know, I, I didn't, I did that thing and that was very hard and I didn't quit that. And I did that thing that was very hard and that was, I didn't quit that. And I started realizing that I am a person that's capable of putting my mind to anything. And so I ran down that journey for a long time, trying to prove to myself that I didn't quit, that I wouldn't quit anything. But also with that, I probably wasn't addressing my own issues in a really healthy way. You know, I was externally trying to fill an internal void. And so there was a part in my life maybe three or four years ago that I was I just got burnt out from doing so much athletically and constantly pushing myself and decided to pull back a bit and, and, and do a lot of healing work within myself around traumas and stuff like that. And that took a long time and was very hard and difficult and it's the stuff that you don't see in terms of athletically or in terms of accomplishments but um but since then I got to a much better place and and I started pushing myself again now this year so this this year I've um I started back into like really doing a lot of endurance endurance events and stuff and I, I ran 100 kilometers three weeks ago and Two weeks before that, I did an ATK run and 63 two weeks before that. And um, yeah, I've, I've done a lot this year. I've done 19 half marathons this year, three ultra marathons and one full marathon. We're only six months into the year. Wow. But it's, it's, coming from, it's coming from a different place now, whereas it's not from, will I quit? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, it's, it's, um, it's been a mad journey, but they're, they're kind of the reasons why I got into it in a sense. Yeah. So, uh, yeah wow and it's so interesting the whole journey that you've been along where it started out with one way and then it made you realize you know there was more work to do and i think one of the things that you mentioned which is really important to highlight is you have all of these achievements of the athletic goals that you have achieved but that internal work has made just as big of an impact on your life but you know you don't obviously see that on the outside and I think that when a lot of people start on a health journey it's so easy just to focus on the food side or the nutrition side and the exercise side and a lot of the time there is so much extra work that needs to be done behind the scenes in terms of healing from trauma or the mindset work as well which is just as important. Big time, and that's like what I do with my clients now. My main focus, you know, for me with everybody I work around is around their mindset, and and a lot of that goes further than that as well. It's like you know dealing with those internal traumas. But like that, you can you can be the the fittest person and and achieving all the 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 best things athletically, or you can be 
you know, some kind of a bodybuilder or bikini athlete and look great on the outside, but on the inside you can be as fragile as a shell, you know. So that was that was the case for me. And I think like no matter how you look or how you or what you do, if you don't feel good inside, you're constantly going to be chasing more of that. And you're constantly going to be putting a plaster on the wound. Mm. So I think the biggest thing a person can do is like I think a fit, your fitness journey is a great place to start for everybody, like, you know, for, for everybody getting starting to work on their health. But if you find yourself chasing and striving and, you know, constantly needing to run like another marathon and another marathon and another marathon. Now, I sound a bit hypocritical of that, <laughs> considering the amount of bloody marathons I've done this year. But like I said, all of that has come from a different place for me. It's come from a place of I want to do that now. I don't have to do it to feel good. And so... I think everybody should, yeah, definitely, like, working on your health is fantastic and everybody should start there. But if you feel, if people feel like there's a different, you know, there's something else is an issue around self-esteem or self-confidence or not Mm -hmm. feeling good enough or whatever it is, then they should go and speak to somebody or figure out how they can shine a light on that and how they can heal that. Because when you heal that in your life, everything stems from a really good place from there. And you really get on purpose in your life and what you want to do for you. And you become relentlessly focused with that. And also with that comes a huge sense of happiness and contentment. And it's it's an awesome place to be. You're not you don't have to chase all these other things to to be happy or to because you think that that's the definition of happiness. You're able to define what is happiness to you. And you can you can be just like I said relentlessly focused on that and not give a shit about what anyone else thinks of that because that's yeah. important to you and, and that's it so yeah um, but I think starting everybody starting their journey I'd hope they they can all get there eventually you know but um, it, yeah. it, all, it all leads you in the right direction yeah yeah for sure and so would you say that mindset would be one of the top things that does actually hold people back from actually creating that <clears throat> life that is happier and healthier for them individually and i love how you say happier as well because there's so many different directions that you could take on this right like people could focus on just being like super healthy in that sense but like it leads them to being super unhappy as well which i know for me on my health journey that was the case when i was i guess like the smallest version of myself and fit that box that society would say is physically healthy i was also probably internally the most unhealthiest version of myself and also the unhappiest version of myself and yeah so i'd love to know like for you and and all the clients that you work with would you say that mindset is one of the key things that holds it back from even starting that journey yeah i like what you said there as well just when you were at Mm. you know your best as well that you were probably the least happy and it was the same for myself like 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 that i was you know, cycling across Australia and running ultra marathons and doing Ironmans and all this kind of stuff. And like, it would look great on the outside, but yeah. like, I was miserable. I was mis- absolutely miserable. And um, so, yeah, look, it is, it is a mindset, but it's also, it's also, I think it's deeper than that for most mm. people. Like, you can coach your mindset to be positive and to like, like both you and I had the ability of saying you know come on Michaela you need to get yourself in better shape you need to do this you need to do that you need to show up for yourself you need to be disciplined you need to you know eat really well look after your health like you had the ability of changing your mindset 
to get yourself into that place. But like you said, you were still unhappy when you're in that place. So it's, it's, it's then less to do with mindset. So it's a little bit to do with mindset because mindset will take you so far. What I believe it's ultimately about is figuring out your core internal beliefs, which is kind of like trauma. It sound, that sounds bad. It sounds like, you know, worse than what it is. Like when you think somebody's traumatized, you think about somebody that had a really negative experience. But through childhood, we pick up these negative beliefs about ourselves. You know, I'm not good enough as I am. Uh, I feel inferior to everybody else. I'm a failure. We have these, you know, we pick up this kind of core negative belief. Not not everybody does. Some people do when when they don't get conditional, unconditional love in their in their childhood. And from there, we feel that wound. We we that's like a core wound that we have, and it's trauma gets stored in the body, not in the mind. So intellectually, we can move past it and like I said tell ourselves to eat well and go and train and all that kind of stuff but what we're doing is we're always trying to avoid feeling this mm. core trauma that we feel about ourselves I'm not good enough I'm a failure we're always trying to avoid feeling that and when we when we avoid feeling that we never heal it so what we ultimately want to do is understand how we feel about ourselves so for me my big thing was I'm not good enough as I am why did I think that because didn't get enough support in my youth. Um, mm-hmm. Didn't finish some of the. I didn't finish school. I started, you know, internalizing this belief about myself. And as a result of that, I tried to get away from that. So it's like the layers of the onion, layer of the onion. And so what you do is you go into these patterns. And I always explain to my clients, in our in our lives, we we live in patterns. Most days we get up in the morning, and we just go around and do the same thing over and over again, and we wonder where the hell did the day go at the end of the day and what it's like is one of those old school vinyl records when you drop a needle on the record and no matter where you drop the needle on it the record plays the same tune and so ultimately if we have a trigger in thought or a trigger in circumstance in our life what's going to happen is it's going to relate to our core trauma of i'm not good enough and it's going to be like the needle dropping on the record and we're going to start going into a pattern mm-hmm. of you know overthinking overdoing you know whatever it is whatever it is we're doing in our life at that moment so for me on a negative sense when I was working in construction that was drinking that was like I get away from it whenever I have an every experience it's like okay that's that's the pattern I'm going to go into but then on the on what would look as a positive side of my life when I was really pushing myself hard and athletically something would it would trigger me and my go-to was go to the run go for a run go to the gym starve yourself you know, whatever it might be to get away from that, to get away from the core wound. And so everything I was doing in my life was was always like going outwards in the onion. And so I think for a lot of people, what they need to do is learn how they feel about themselves if they feel something negative about themselves internally and have some kind of a core trauma and then learn what kind of patterns they're going into. So what's what's the patterns they go into when they feel triggered? And just like if you get a nail to one of those old vinyl records and you scratch the living shit out of it, it's never going to play the same tune again. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be able to do the same thing for our life. Be aware when we're going into a pattern and scratch the pattern and be like, don't do that. And come back to a bit of self-love and self-compassion and be like, if I don't do a fucking thing today, if I don't even get out of bed, I'm still enough as a person. 
and do a bit of self-healing and heal that kind of core wound. And that's hard. That's the stuff that's not sexy. People don't want to see. But when you do that, you start feeling an awful lot better about yourself. And then your actions will come from a place of love and, you know, kind of a, a want for what you want in your life as opposed to fear-based where you're trying to get away from that, that internal feeling. So I think it's a lot more the mindset. Mm. It, it's, it's learning. It's a, it's been, it's been a huge journey for me learning all this stuff and I've done an awful lot of work on myself to have the level of awareness they have, but um, it's, it's, it's a journey. So I think, I think mindset first and foremost gets you to a good place, but then it's about going deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Change your mindset, but then start, start going deeper and, and not everybody needs to go deeper. Jeez, I know some people and I'm like, you know, I wish I was like them. They're like just so happy all the time because just get it, you know. But for other people, we have to do this kind of stuff. And I think for for the people like like me that need to do this type of stuff, you can either have a cop out and say, oh, well, I'm depressed, I'm an anxious type of person, or you can be like, no, I'm going to, I'm responsible for this, dealing with this stuff. And I'm going to fucking deal with it. And that's the road I've taken, you know, so, and it's been incredibly rewarding for me in my life as a result, so, yeah. 100%. It's kind of like the the hero and the villain story, right? Like, they both come from the same back stories where they've both had trauma or a hard upbringing. You always say, like, the hero maybe was abandoned growing up and the villain had a scar on their face, something like that. But they've just chosen two different paths. The villain is like, well, the world hurt me, so I'm going to hurt the world back. And the hero is more like, the world hurt me, so I'm going to give back and, and change the path forwards and give love. And at the end of the day, like, you get to choose which pathway you go down. And, yeah, I think you're so right that for some people it's about going deeper and for other people it's not. Where would you say, like, what would are the, your top three tips of where people even start on this journey? Like, is the mindset the place to start or is it more around, like, food and nutrition or exercise yeah i think i think everything like so Mm. a big thing for me would be you know with the clients i would particularly work with would be health mindset and lifestyle and i use it i kind of work on those in that structure so for first and foremost focus on your health so Mm. what comes under that you know um fitness working on your physical health and and your nutrition and from that place it, it puts you into like it's not easy to go and start looking after your health and it's not easy to start eating well you know and to exercise and so you're, you're kind of having to get yourself into a better mindset to go and do that so you're starting to get back in the driver's seat of your life instead of listening to a lot of self-doubt and saying oh, i don't want to do it today i'm not motivated it's like i have to do it so you're already starting to change your own mindset as a result of taking on the you know taking on your health as, as your first primary goal but also as a byproduct of that, you're going to start looking better. You're going to start feeling better. You're going to have more energy. And so from there, then working on the mindset is, 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 the, is the next thing, you know. So, you know, really starting to learn all this self-development type of stuff and improve your mindset and learning how to coach yourself in the, in the third person. And like that, be disciplined and be focused mm. and, um, you know, all, that, all of that kind of stuff. But then... I think what everybody needs to do is is build a lifestyle habits that support a good mindset long term and support your health long term. And so good lifestyle habits like 
well, if I'm working on my health and trying to keep myself in a good mindset, well, going to the pub every night isn't going to bloody help, is it? And also, you know, sleeping in every day isn't going to help because I'm going to, I'm going to feel bad. I'm going to feel groggy. Also, poor boundaries around my work. If I choose to work an extra two, three hours a day because I need to send an extra email or even an extra hour, that's not going to support the, the life that I want to live, the health and the mindset that I want to have. Time management, you know, all of those things. So, the lifestyle is kind of the last thing to work on and really get yourself into a really good lifestyle. And with that, then you start to learn what's good for me, what's going to support me, what's going to keep me living the life that I want to live. And everybody's different with that. You know, for me, I like to get up in the morning, do yoga, meditation, have a swim. And I do that religiously and have done for six years. That sounds crazy to most people. That's just what works for me. I'm not doing it for, it's just what works for mm. me. And then I've got clients who just like to get up and have beans on toast in the morning and sit without their phone for 20 minutes. You know, that's mm. what works for them. So it's different to everybody. But I think your health is the first place to start. Mindset, yeah. And then, then creating the lifestyle that supports it. And that's, that's the starting place for everybody. And I think if people can get themselves into that journey, then like most people start in their health and fitness journey and they last four or five weeks and you know, they fall off the wagon. So if people can effectively get through working on their health, working on their mindset, and then working on their lifestyle and, and, and make that last, then if they need to do some deeper work, like me, like I did, I was consistent enough to keep my own thing going and realize that I do need to do some deeper work. And, you know, that took me years to figure out. And then I was able to do that. So I think for everybody just, if you could get your get yourself into a good lifestyle where you're supporting your health and, and your mindset, maybe that's perfect for you. You don't need to do anything more. And that would be the ideal scenario for most people. God, I feel so happy now because I'm just, you know, working on my health and my mindset's in a good place. That's perfect. But if a person needs to do more, if they already get to that point, well, then they can, you know, go down that road of, of being able to do more. But most people don't show up for themselves and... Mm -hmm don't ever work on the basics health mindset lifestyle because they don't work on the basics they'll constantly go around feeling depressed and lethargic and have low self-esteem and all this kind of stuff and they say oh well i really want to, to heal and i really want to change my life and i always say to people you well you don't get what you want you get what you deserve mm. you know so 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 if you show up for yourself and you get the basics down you know then everything else will come off the back of that so that's, that's my belief on yeah and i feel like so many people probably look at the wrong health journeys to go on as well like you know there are so many diets out there that promise some crazy results and look sexy on the outside but they're just putting you into this revolving door that's always going to get you right back to where you started and these promises that the diet is giving you for an example like if you lose x amount of weight in x amount of time you're going to feel confident and happy and your life is going to be so much better and yada 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 but it's you get there and you feel the exact same you still feel you know empty inside or still as sad or anxious as you did before you started it's just that you have a different body to go with it and then it's about well, is like the habits that you've created on this this um journey of this diet even sustainable and can you even last with that if you can't do something for a lifetime don't even try and do it for a day because you're not going to be able to stay consistent with it and it's like anything you start something and you're so motivated but motivation will forever come and go and so this is where you have to tap into the discipline but the journey that you go on it also has to be a journey that 
you can do for the rest of your life. And that is getting to that deeper root of everything because there, there is so much more than just how you look on the outside. And obviously that's one thing that you work so much with with so many of your clients, which is incredible of actually getting to that place of, well, are you happy? Like deep down, are you actually mentally healthy as well? And how can you live that life that you really want to be living? Yeah, big time. And, and I really agree with that. And I know your own journey, Michaela, has been the same in terms of, you know, you had issues with your food and, and you're probably doing things for external reasons as opposed to internal, much the same as myself, you know. And it's unfortunate now with, with Instagram and TikTok and all these different things and like all the so-called fitness influencers or health influencers, whatever. And they're just pushing a big load of shit because they haven't got their own shit together. And um, and it's just, you know, anybody you see on Instagram with a fucking ripped up six pack, mm. you know, that, that that's like you could, it looks like been carved with a bloody knife. That's not healthy to live like that long term. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I've been like that, you know, and you're not in a good place. That's not mm-hmm. sustainable. And the same thing with, with, for the female version, you know, and, and you know that you've probably been there yourself. So, it's it's, re, it's crazy and I th- just what you were saying there about sustainability as well mm. everything that you're doing it has to come from that sustainable place and I think where most people go wrong is are you familiar with the, the process of change have you heard anything around the process of change before yeah so like preparation mm. uh, sorry contemplation preparation action maintenance so whenever whenever we think about doing anything in our life we contemplate doing it first so okay I need to lose some weight then we go into preparation okay I've seen this person on Instagram or this coach that might help me so I'm going to reach out to them I'm going to see can they help me and then we go into action okay reach out to the coach I've got a plan now I'm going to take action and the unfortunate thing for most people and most coaches these days is that they'll all they'll do is help their client take a whole pile of action and they'll diet like totally unsustainably for a period of time they'll exercise unsustainably for a period of time and then they'll they'll eventually fall off the wagon because it is unsustainable and then what will happen is they'll pile the weight back on they'll never have dealt with any of the core issues that were really going on and then whenever they think about losing weight again they'll think back to that time where they starved themselves Mm. and when they were training seven days a week and they'll be like oh fuck i can't do that again and so they never get the results that they want long term. So the key is to move people through the whole process of change. And what the whole process of change is contemplation, preparation, action. And the final one is maintenance. So that's something I really do is like bring a client into maintenance. So get them to take action. Yeah, if, look, if you're overweight and your health poor, you do need to take action and you do need to take ownership over that because it's not going to happen by chance. Mm-hmm. And nothing happens unless action takes place. But you only need to take action for a period of time until you get the results that you've got. And as soon as that starts to become harder, difficult, then we move you into maintenance. Okay, now you've lost the weight. Now you're in a better place. What do you need to do to maintain this? And that's always a reduction of you know what what you need to what you were doing. So if you were exercising four times a week, maybe it now only looks like three. And if you were counting food calories or whatever, when you don't need to do that anymore, because now you've under, you understand what you should be eating. And so you just need to eat off your intuition. Mm-hmm. And as a person goes forward in that journey, they start to realize, fuck, I'm only exercising three times a week. I'm not worrying about my food. 
and I'm still in great shape and I can have what I want and I can do what I want and I know how to manage myself and I'm a good self-manager now and it instills a different belief in them as opposed to, you know, what, what they would have experienced uh, previously in, in a sense. But there's so many people pushing their own thing and I feel I feel for people that really need to change their life right now because it's so hard to know where to start and it's just crazy and, and like people like me and you are obviously pushing the right stuff but mm. not enough people are and um yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and when you're trying to start a health journey it's so hard to cut through all the bullshit that is out there to find the stuff that is actually going to make the biggest impact on your life and when you're on these health journeys they're not always smooth sailing but there's always going to be barriers and speed bumps along the way which sometimes I know can then also cause self-doubt. And it's like, well, is this actually working for me? Is this the right path? Like you might even hit, if you're doing the mindset work and digging deeper, something that you don't necessarily want to unpack or relive. How do you go about helping your clients work through and overcome that self-doubt that they might have on their own health journey? Um. Yeah, so as in when they when they start on their, their journey and they start to experience doubt, how do I help yeah. them with that? Yeah, so it's it's all around mindset really, um, and a big thing I would I would kind of work with most of my clients on is is trying to develop their consciousness mm-hmm. as a human being. That that's a big thing that that we work on, and so the doubt always comes from the mind. Uh, and if we can learn how to separate ourselves from our mind a little bit and realize that our mind is is not us, it's just one aspect of ourselves, then we can keep ourselves in the driver's seat of our own life and keep taking actions that are aligned with where we want to be and who we want to be, regardless of what doubt we're experiencing or fear we're you know facing and, and all that kind of stuff. So what I like to, you know, really help my clients with, like I said, is, is help them under, understand that, 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 that they are not their mind. And a great one is a great sentence from, I think it's The Power of Now or maybe The Untethered Soul or something, one of those books, is if you can say to yourself, I really need to change my life, it gives you a clear indication that there's two different people. So I really need to change my life. So who's the I and who's the my? So I kind of explain this to my clients like it's like the I is your mind mm-hmm. and the I so when you're like I don't want to do this today I don't think I'm going to be able to do it you know I decide that that's just the mind and so what I would like to try and do is help them identify that and then help them create a little bit of separation from them and their mind so that they can experience what's going on in their mind so they're not like totally invested in their mind all the time and they can overcome that through then going this is just bullshit. Like, who do I want to be? What do I want to do? What do I need to do in order to get to where I want to be? And help them have ownership over that and take responsibility over that and push through that doubt because that's, that's, it's all just in the mind. And like, I have doubt every day. Everybody does. And it's ridiculous to say that, you know, oh, you shouldn't have any fear. Everybody has fear. It's an emotion. And everybody has a mind. And the, mm-hmm. our mind's job is to create problems and to give us self-doubt and all that type of stuff but we don't want to totally live in our minds all the time because otherwise we do nothing and we never live a congruent life to who we are and what we want to do so we have to create separation from it and 
we have to show up for our higher self. And that higher self is like when you're fit, when you're going through a change in your life, when you really want to change or improve something in your life, you have this gut feeling of something isn't right or, or what I'm doing isn't good for me and I need to change. And then when you think about changing, your mind always goes, oh, you can't do that or she never did this before or whatever. So you got to always kind of ident- don't identify with that mind and come back to that gut the gut feeling and that's like your higher self so I think a big one for me is like and for everybody keep tuning into that higher self and 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 let your actions be aligned with that and push through all of the doubt and the more you do that I always say what you feed grows so the more you feed that higher self the stronger it will get Mm. and the more your actions the easier your actions will will be to be aligned with that higher self as opposed to the doubt and the fear and all of the other stuff that you go through in your mind so I guess summarize for anybody that's down themselves when they start their journey or they go through the fear or they go through the days that they don't want to do and this and that and the other don't listen to that shit and tune into something else the, the my you know the, the higher self the, the true self that, that's leading you to the change that you want in your life and keep take actions aligned with that don't feed the mind, don't feed the might, the ego, because that, that will just keep you stuck where you are. And that's ultimately what's got you to where you are because you have been listening to that. Mm-hmm. So, and building that yeah. hardcore evidence of when you do challenge it and you do push past that doubt, you then have that evidence of you are capable of actually doing it. So then you are more likely to do it again and again and again. And it just builds that confidence that you have in yourself that, you get to actually challenge all of the thoughts that come into your mind. And there are so many intrusive thoughts that we can have, whether they're positive or negative or even neutral. But I feel like the negative voices are definitely, or thoughts are the ones that are also the loudest, which can be hard sometimes to navigate your way through it. But yeah, that physical and hardcore evidence that you can build against those thoughts is so powerful. Yeah, big time. And and like that, it's like, it's like a muscle, you know, the more the more you mm. do it and the more you show up for yourself, the, the easier it gets. But at the same time, there's still some days that I can just get the better of you. And I heard a great one on a podcast years ago from a mentor I actually had, but he said, if I, if I miss something for one day, it's okay. So there are going to be days where you slip up. Uh, but he said, if I miss something for two days, it's not okay. Mm. So some days if I succumb to my mind and my mind gets the better, I mean, I really don't want to do this today and fuck's sake and blah, blah, and you just let that doubt get the better of you. No worries. We all make mistakes, uh, you know, we, but, and, and we're all going to have days like that. That's a part of life. But don't let it continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't let it continue, you know, back on the wagon the next day. Yeah. I'm, I don't know, do I sound, I come across as some people like a, military man you know <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm totally not I have such balance in my life mm-hmm. and and peace and freedom and happiness and I want people to know that my peace and freedom and happiness comes off the back of me not thinking about mm-hmm. doing all the things that I'm wanting to do or and not they come off me doing it so 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 everything that I have in my life it is hard to show up for myself every day like I'll admit that it's hard, but 
life is hard and you have to choose your hard. So yeah. it's, it's hard to be depressed and unmotivated and lethargic and feel like shit and sleep in every day and have no energy. That's fucking hard. What's also hard is to get up early and exercise and force your brain to be positive and to try and be a good person and to do your work. That's also hard. So life's hard either way. Mm-hmm. You have to choose your heart. Yeah, well, I know I that, that the hard. Yeah, so the, the the hard that I choose, it's fucking hard as well. But I know that because I've been depressed and lethargic and all, and I know that the hard I choose every day is fucking way easier than the hard. <laughs> so, you know, so like, if you want total peace and freedom like that, just about showing up for yourself, pushing past the doubt, pushing past the ego. Um, every day making act taking actions aligned with who you're who you really want to be and, and where you're where you'd like your life to be heading mm, uh, and at the end key. of the day no one's coming to do that hard work for you either like if you want the change you have to proactively choose which direction you want to go i would absolutely love to know some of the most common health myths that you feel like you hear all the time that you could bust for some people Oh God! Um, keep it simple. That would be mm-hmm. one. So uh, we were we were chatting earlier about um, just so much stuff on the internet. And yes, I talk to clients all the time, and uh, new clients that are signing up with me, and they're like, I just don't know where to start. There's so much information out there. And when I started my journey, I didn't have a coach. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I just knew that I was living a really shit lifestyle. I was eating crap food and that if I ate better and started exercising, well, my life would start getting better. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what I did. I just started exercising a couple of times a week and I started eating better. And within a couple of months, I got myself in great shape. I lost the weight. I put on. I felt so much better. And I've never counted calories in my life, not once, ever. Mm-hmm. And I just did that off the back of eating better and exercising. So you don't have to overcomplicate the whole bloody thing and you know so that's that'll be number one just if if you're if you're currently not exercising and you're eating shit and you need to lose weight well what's going to be more efficient looking on instagram all day every day at all these other people who are telling you to do x y and then or getting off your ass and fucking going for a walk (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's so true though we definitely (laughs) overcomplicate it and you just if you strip it back to basics it doesn't have to be that hard and you don't have to fork out you know hundreds of dollars on supplements or all of these magic powders that you feel like are going to get you the results if you just literally take it back to basics and do the, the stuff that is proven to work you will start to become a healthier version of yourself big time yeah 100 so that'd be number one uh number two help me uh, I'm not a great man to ask these questions. To be <laughs> uh, what was even my second help myth? Um, trying to think on the spot now. I guess as well in knowing what to, in in terms of like what type of exercise to do. People mm. always like this is a really common thing. You know, it's like what should I do with cardio? And especially see the younger generation now, they're all because weights are what's been pushed online yes. 24-7. And so lifting weights, you should be going to the gym. But like, 
And then it's like, oh, well, and listen, weights in the gym has this kind of benefit, blah, 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 blah. Like, again, what I said, well, if you're not moving at all and you're not doing any form of exercise, well, then any form of exercise is going to be better than no form of exercise. 100%. Don't get bogged down in what sort of exercise you should be doing. Just start and be willing to give everything a go. And don't go on based on what you think will be best or think is best for you or the best thing scientifically. Go on what you like. Like do what you enjoy. Don't if you if you don't like the gym, well then you're never going to like the gym. Yeah. So don't stop going to the gym and hoping that one day it'll change for you. That's the definition of insanity, as Einstein says, you know. So just fucking find something that you like and do that. Yeah. And absolutely. Yeah, any form of movement is better than none. Yeah, we and definitely try to be perfect. Like we just try to follow something to perfectionism and as soon as it's not followed to that t we feel like we are failing or doing something wrong and i feel like that's probably one of the downsides with the social media and pushing all of like the health and fitness stuff out there is you feel like if you for an example i don't know take up roller skating as your form of exercise rather than going to the gym and lifting weights that it's wrong and it's not what you're supposed to be doing yet for you maybe roller skating every day for the rest of your life is so much more achievable than going to a gym and lifting weights yeah big time and, and like that as well going back to the social media thing like like the, the consumer which is the people on social media you know us and but majorly other people that are aspire, that are looking at us you know and looking at other people like they're the consumer everybody in social media is selling something like you have to rem- remember that either they're selling a product or a service or they're selling themselves for an egotistical bit you know standpoint and like so so everybody's going to be pushing something mm-hmm. and they're talking about oh you should be doing this and you should be doing that but if you look deeper than that like me i wouldn't be on social media if i wasn't trying to work with clients i fucking hate social media <laughs> i'm on social media to try and help people that's that's it mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that, that's my goal and and so I feel like everybody that's on there as a business is, is kind of doing the same thing. And so that yeah. becomes very, very uh, confusing for people who are wanting to, to change or improve. So your, your ability to get the results that you want lies in your ability to focus. Yeah. And like for, for me, I don't get, like in my life, I get nothing done if I compare myself to this person and looked at that person mm-hmm. and did what this other person looked I don't give a fuck about what anybody does. I'm relentlessly focused on me and my life because all I care about is me, my partner, my family, and my own happiness. I don't care about anything else. That's it. So I just focus on that. Yeah. Nothing else. And you have to have the same level of focus for a person to start their fitness journey. Keep it simple. Exercise and diet. Focus on you. That's it. And also focus, just focus, be less impressed at where you're going and be more involved in the journey as well. Yeah. People think, oh, I'm going to get to, um, like 100 kilos and I want to get to 80. And they're, they're, they're totally bogged down in, in that figure. And then when they see anybody else that is 80 kilos, they're getting triggered by it and it drives them crazy. So they should be less impressed about where they're going and just more involved. And what that involvement requires is exercise and diet day in day out focus on you do that keep doing that and just keep involved in that journey and if they keep involved in that journey they will get to, to where they want to be 
Yeah, absolutely. I honestly could not agree more with all of that. Now, I do have some quick fire questions for you. Are you ready for these? Go for it. Yeah. What is one thing that you must do every morning to set your day up? Meditation. Meditation. Love it. What is one thing that everyone can do every day just to improve their life? Exercise. Love it. What is your favourite quote and why? Between stimulus and, a, and response, there is a space. And within that space, we have a choice. And within that choice lies our freedom. Mm. That's my favourite quote. And it's from Viktor Frankl. And why that's my favourite quote is because, like I chatted about earlier, we're so invested in our minds, human beings are. And what happens is there's no space between stimulus and response. So stimulus is we have a thought and immediately we take a response. Or I feel bad and reactive to that thought. Mm -hmm. Or I internalize it or I go and do something that's negative and, and not aligned with who I want to be, what I want to do. So for me and for all of my clients that I work with, cultivating that space because within between stimulus and response there is a space and within that space we have a choice and within that choice lies a freedom. You can give somebody the ability of being able to separate themselves from their mind where they can hear what's going on in their mind and choose whether they want to react to it or not and how they'd like to react to it. That gives you freedom in your life. And then you start taking actions aligned with who you really are and what you really want to do. So that's my favorite quote. I love it. Yeah, that's so powerful because at the end of the day, this is your one life that you get to live. So you may as well live it as if you're the main character and the director of it. 100%, yeah. Now, one question that I do love to ask all my podcast guests is in the distant future, when you are looking back at your life, what do you think will be your biggest achievement or something that you'll be most proud of? And now this could be something that you've actually already achieved or it could also be something that you're hoping to do in the future. Yeah, easy one to answer. Uh, my biggest achievement would be my sound a bit... I don't know what way it sounds, but uh, my girlfriend, uh, having a having a beautiful girlfriend that I love mm. and get to share my life with and feeling like that I'm the I became the man I needed to be for for our relationship and for her to find her. So that's because she's an amazing person and I wouldn't be with her if I if I didn't become the man that I am today. Mm. So that's that's my biggest achievement in my life today, yeah. That is so special. I love that. Did you want to tell the audience if you have anything coming up that's exciting that they could get in on or where they can actually go to find you? Yeah, so uh, I can't link you to a website at the moment because I'm currently building a new one. So hopefully that will be finished within the next month or so. Mm -hmm. uh, but best place at the moment would be just Instagram. Uh, cool. So follow me on Instagram at Kilroy's Wellness. Um, and yeah if they want to get in touch there just send me a message anytime uh yeah. or yeah there's a link in my bio for uh, some coaching if they want to apply for some coaching there's a link there where they can uh, apply through that but i'm super friendly very down to earth so just give me a message and, and that'll be the big one yeah awesome i will put the link directly in the show notes as well for easy access for all the listeners but thank you so much paul it's been absolutely incredible having you on and just everything that you shared, your own journey that you have been on and all the advice that you have given the listeners. I know that they'll all be walking away with some inspiration or at least some aha moments, which is going to be super cool. So thank you so much.
Oh, pleasure, Michaela. Thanks for having me. What an amazing episode today with Paul. I hope that you all got something out of it. And I would love to know what your key takeaway was or one thing that popped up in the podcast that has really inspired you on your own health journey. Just head over to my Instagram, which is KJ Wellness with three S's and share it with me because as always, I absolutely love connecting with you all. But I hope you enjoyed the rest of the day or the night whenever you are listening to this episode. And I will chat with you in the next one very soon. Until then, you take care. Bye.